0: You're on Strike at the Gulch. Welcome to the podcast. I uh, hope everyone's well. Um, the topic for today is family fallouts. Um, it's, it's mainly just family fallouts over COVID. I thought I would I'd focus it on SARS CoV 2 rather than just talking about family fallouts in general. Um, although, I mean, this applies really to, to family fallouts in general. Um, I thought I'd talk about this because uh, I've seen so many. Uh, i've read so many stories on um substack comments um for, uh, people in interviews um comment sections on websites um telegram groups th- th- things of that nature i've re- i've read so many so many comments from people struggling with this and so uh, i thought it would just be uh, you know a good thing to talk about um I mean I it's something everyone's probably everyone who's listening to this uh, nearly everyone who's listening to this has gone through 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 this over over the last um, two or three years uh, I mean some of, some of you might have uh, had more issues with it than others you can see that uh, I mean in a lot of these comments uh the, the main I mean I've read these comments for a long time but there was one comment in particular I've read uh, this week from someone. That made me th- made me think, yeah, I've got to make that a, I've got to make that a topic on the show and so I've written it down um, and here we are with the podcast uh, it's from a from a man young man talking about his uh, family um, expressing a lot of grief and pain, how he had had disagreements with the family, um, obviously like regardless of whatever your position is. Uh, on medical treatments and you know things of that nature. Uh, whatever your position is going to be, um, those uh, whom you disagree with are also going to think that you're doing the wrong thing there. So uh, he he was worried about his family, worrying that they're putting themselves in danger. Obviously, they would probably think the same about about him. Uh, but the main grief has been that. Um it's such a big disagreement. Uh it's a disagreement over who whom they trust. And, you know, the, the sources they trust, uh the way that the conflict is resolved or unresolved between them. And um I mean he 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 said very short comments. Uh he said that uh he had uh gone through a lot of grieving but he's come to a point where he's just washed his hands of it and uh i'm not sure whether he's speaking to those family members he talked about or not um but yeah i i mean i it's a story i've seen time and time again over the last two three years and uh, i imagine a lot of you uh listen to this have gone through this um yeah you can share your comments uh Share your comments in the uh, in in the comment section. Any stories you may have. I mean, I've read I've read a lot of these things. They they seem to. I mean, the the disagree, There are disagreements on everything, really. Um, I mean, where am I coming from uh, myself? I I've not really suffered as badly as some of you might have done uh, over this issue. Um. I've disagreed with family uh, over many aspects of SARS-CoV-2. Um, in some cases, a lot of ways, it doesn't really matter, you know. Um, but I think this has to do with my philosophy on everything. Um, but also at, at emo- an emo- the emotional states I have. Um, maybe 10 years ago, it would have bothered me a lot more than nowadays. I've disagreed with them a lot. And the way I see it is, or the way I try to set up my relationships is, if they... Make decisions I uh, disagree with. That's okay if it's not going to impact me. Um, I disagree with them. Uh, they might disagree with me. Um, I don't really feel too much of a problem with that because I'm absolved of responsibility. It could make me sad at times, but also not. Um, it shows. It shows me. Uh, it shows me how they feel. It shows me what they think. It shows me their uh, potential ideological views, things like that. Uh, the only real issue is disagreeing with my wife on certain, certain things. Uh, we had quite, quite strong disagreements uh, early on. Uh, but actually, uh, largely we've been on the same page about it. But that's helped tremendously. Um, although we've, although we've uh, disagreed quite a bit um, on, on certain things, some of the most important things we have agreed on, and that's been very, very helpful. Um, so I've not really experienced this as much as others. Uh, I have had some, some disagreements with some family members that, you know, conversations that just went absolutely nowhere. Um, and again, to me, that was, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to get involved in it. Um, so I don't know exactly what, uh, I don't know what most of you have been through. Um. I suppose the uh, what I wanted to do was just talk about like, if some of you, if some of you are really bothered by it. Like for me, I said, like you know, I said to some family members, like I, um, I don't care, you know, if that's what you want to do. That's, that's your that's your business. Maybe because maybe I'm not maybe I'm not close enough to, to a lot of family members to feel the feel the frustration that, that I see in a lot of these stories. Um I suppose the first thing to, to, to look at is why, you know, what's going on. Like well, if, if you if you've experienced this yourself, where do all these well you know, where do all these emotions come from? Well, the first thing might be shock. Uh it, it can be a big surprise. You know, you you it's like I mentioned in the other podcast. Uh it's like I mentioned in the other podcast about Whittaker Chambers. Um and witness. I mean, Chambers talked about. Um, he, he talks about how, when he broke with the Communist Party, uh, he expected those he was close to, those uh, he was uh, friendlier with, to also break with the Communist Party. Um, however, in many cases, that's not what happened, and uh, those like uh, like Aljus, whom he was friendlier with. He was expecting, um, sorry, uh, those he was less friendly with, uh, those he didn't get along with so well, he was expecting to uh, probably not break with the Communist Party. And uh, he said, um, you know, 10 years later, he discovered uh, that actually, uh, in some cases that was true, but largely it was the opposite, uh, those he disagreed with uh, quite a bit on various topics and just he felt he didn't feel as friendly with. Um, actually, more of them had broken with the Communist Party than those he had been friendlier with. Um, so I think that that's. I mean, most of if 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 you're in your late, if you're in your middle twenties, late twenties, or in your thirties or older, you've experienced that situation where I mean, because I remember that happening for the first time uh, for me, and that was um, a big surprise when you are friends with people. And then some time passes. Maybe you've not seen each other for a while as well. But then some time passes, and uh, you see old friends again or old acquaintances again. And yeah, um, I mean this is a very common thing. Oh, it was surprising to me the first time it happened. Uh, you get this a lot when you know younger people they experience this. They think they've discovered some great wisdom that a lot of people haven't um, haven't found before. And actually, nearly everyone goes through this. Um, you know, you you, you discover that. These people you really wanted to see again are now different people, or they're the same people, and you've changed. But you would have expected them to have changed as well. And some of the people you didn't get along with years ago are actually people you you know you become closer with as the years go by. So um, I think for a lot of people with SARS CoV two and disagreements over injections or treatments, uh, lockdown measures, um, things of that variety. One of the one of the biggest issues that there is actually just shock. Um, that that seems to be what I'm reading. Um, I can't say I've had too much shock uh, in uh, personally uh, over what family members think. Um, I wouldn't say I've had too much of a shock. A lot of it's been some of it, but not too much. Uh, some of it's been fairly predictable for me, um, but that can be a big shock. You know, you, you're close to these people. You expect them to. Um, I mean, a lot of this could be just projection, you know, because you're close to them. You expect that they're going to have uh, similar views to you. The values could be the values could be similar. It's just that the also the way that you, the way you express them, could end up being different. So some of you might have, you know, I mean, um, safety comes first. I mean, is that really a, you know, a value? Well, in some ways, yeah. You know, you, you, you try to always, or health, you know, you try to look after your health. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, what you consider being looking after your health is going to, is going to be a disagreement. Um, I mean, doctors disagree with each other. Um, and doctors, doctors can disagree with themselves over the course of a, of a career. So, um, I think that's a big thing. Um, that's a big thing. Uh, and that relates as well to what you know. Why does this cause such friction between people? Well, um, it really strikes at the heart of of, of trust. Uh, like you know, are you going to, you know, are you going to rely on these people? Like if you have a disagreement over this this issue, what, you know, are you going to trust them on another issue? And um, this appears to be the the um, sources where they're getting information from. And um, I think that's something that a lot of people might not really look at. But what it means it's it's because it's not just on this issue, it's going to be on a variety of issues. So you you know you disagree with family and you know they're looking at this particular source. That's where they get their information from. You don't trust that. Well it's not just going to be on this issue. I mean they they're using those sources for a variety of information. Um, and so that's, so that's also why it's not, it's not just like a, a storm in a teacup. Um, you know, it's a, it's a disagreement in one area and, uh, you know, it's not really going to matter so much. Um, no, that's why it's a, that's why it's a big disagreement. Uh, that's why it can cause such a, such a chasm between people. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I've read a lot of people, I've read about a lot of people Falling out with family completely over this. Um, others they they they've fallen out, but they're they're patching things up a bit. Um, I mean, uh, one of the if you're struggling with this, um, if you if this has been a big issue for you and it still is, and I think a lot of you might might have resolved quite a few of these things now, but if you haven't. One one thing to, one thing to think about, like I've like I've told quite a few people before, is that um, families are quite large. Um, even if you have you know even if you just have your nuclear family and you only only keep in touch with a handful of extended family, it's still quite a lot of people. Um, even within a nuclear family, you're going to have um, you've got you've got a large enough number of people there even if it's only 3 or 4 that it's quite possible that individuals are going to start having different different strategies for getting attention or for communicating or for um or just, just they're going to have different personalities so the way that they're going to approach things are going to be different if that goes out into an extended family I mean, that's such a large group of people that it's absolutely inevitable that there's going to be someone um, in the family, at least one, if not many, whom you're going to have big disagreements with. Um, You're going to have big disagreements with them politically. You're going to have big disagreements with them, possibly religiously. And so, topics like this, of course, that's going to happen. So, um, even if it's painful, it's also to a large extent inevitable. Um, I don't know if that's much consolation, but I mean, if if you're trying to work through this kind of thing, that's one of the things you have to to have to understand and have to accept. I think um, maybe for me, because I don't really talk to most of my extended family because we've you know we've grown up in different areas, um, different regions. I just never saw them a lot. Um, so they're really like strangers. It's not, but it's not particularly an issue for me. And then, obviously, with with my worldview, um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to. It's it's not going to bother me too much. Um, if if uh, I have such disagreements with with family members, um, because because of the way I'm going to going to react to that and deal with it. One, I mean, one of the other things is that. If this is if this has been an issue for you, and see, I, I don't I don't experience this, but I, I see a lot of people commenting on it. They say that you know the holiday season's coming up, a birthday event is coming up, you know, and and they're dreading going to see family for the um, uh, for the holidays or for the events or whatever it's going to be, and they're dreading. You know, they also say, like, you know, they're half and half, they, they, they want to go and see some family members. They don't want to go see other family members. Or they, they expect to enjoy things, it's just that they don't, you know, when politics comes up, something like that. One of the ways that people look at this is they often look at it extremely black and white. And sometimes that can be quite, quite a good thing to do because you can get some clarity. But over time, it's not necessarily. So people are looking at it as you have to have... Loads of contact with the family, or you have absolutely no contact with the family. Um, you stop talking. That's going to be stop talking forever, or you, you know, or you just continue uh, communication like you always have. I mean, if that's an issue for you, you can always just skip one event, uh, and then just you know, it doesn't have to be forever. You skip one event, see how you feel, you know, and then at the next event, you know, you could go. I mean, I've never uh, really had that experience myself, but that is one way to deal with it. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to cut ties with someone completely. Uh, you, I mean, you can you can sort of put it on hold. Um, you can always, you know, you can always put put that relationship on ice. Uh, it can come back again if necessary. Um, I mean, this is nothing new. Uh, people have experienced this throughout history. I mean, the d- disagreements, uh, family members have gone through. Uh, you know, civil wars. I mean, political uh, differences uh, in, in recent times. I mean, things like uh, Darwinism back in back in the uh, 19th century uh, really split people. Uh, completely split people. Uh, like Darwin got uh, Darwin had a state funeral. And the Prime Minister at the time... Uh, was it Gladstone? I think it was Gladstone. Didn't even go, uh, because he uh, hated Darwin's work that much. I mean, um, families back then had uh, huge uh, huge fallouts over, over that stuff. Um, I suppose one thing to finish on... I'm not going to make this too long a podcast. Uh, I was thinking it could be quite a long podcast. Um, but... Um, one thing, if if this has been a huge issue, you know, why is it such a big issue? Well, well, the thing is, like this, this it is important. Um, the reason that people fall out over this could be that they have they have difficulties in disagreeing with each other and resolving uh, disagreements. You know, because I mean, families should be disagreeing with each other all the time over things. It's just how do they resolve that? How do they uh, negotiate with each other? Because I mean that is that's what a relationship is. It's negotiating, you know. I was, you know, saying to my wife the other day, um, you know, because she was asking me to uh, do something that I, you know, I, d- I didn't want to do. You know, I, d- I don't want to drive to this area at night. I thought, well, why? Um, oh well, you know, because of this, that, and the other, and you know, there's not very much light. I say, well, it doesn't matter. Does it? So like, okay, if this is, you know, said, well, be very honest. I don't, I don't, I don't care about this at all. But if you if it's important to you, then fine. However, you know, uh, there's such and such a thing that's important to me. Uh, I can't remember exactly what what I what I was talking about. Was on the, on that day, I said, you know, this thing's very important to me. So, um, you know, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll not do this if you do this, and then I mean, that's how that's how relationships should be working. And if you're having issues in the family where it's getting to a lot of shouting. Um, you don't feel that people are listening to you properly well it, it, it's it might not just be disagreements i mean it, it could be um it, it could be communication problems in general i understand that myself which is one of the reasons why um you know i, I don't always talk to a lot of people whom i used to but the i mean if that's not the if, if you don't think that's the the problem yeah it's I mean, this stuff has um struck right to the heart of free speech right at the heart of uh which which people which sources you trust your views on the state and on government uh views on peer pressure and well the initiation of force um, I mean uh, with with injections and lockdowns a large part of that is is, is, is disagreement over, over initiation of force or not uh, like like most people, I think who would listen to this show would say, say, well, if 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 people disagree with me, that's fine. I just I just don't wish for that force to be initiated against me to try to comply with something I disagree with. Um, and like on the uh, on on the opposing viewpoint, I mean, they're going to be uh, if, if you if you were not keen on uh, the SARS CoV two injections. Then, like, like those uh, family members you disagreed with, I mean, they're going to be looking at, you know, they're going to be looking at you in, in the same way. It's just the, the viewpoints are going to be di- different. They might be thinking that uh, vaccine cards are necessary. Um, they might be thinking that, I mean, I mean, you know, is it is it right to be having these pieces of paper? Um... These, these are big questions that... It's not just a small thing. I mean, it relates to um, all sorts of uh, issues for the future. And that's why people are... That's why it causes such a big chasm between, between family members. Um, because if you disagree on these things... I mean, these are your values that you live by. These... Um, it's probably tricky with family because family are. It's probably tricky with family because family are um, the people you're around the most. Well, it, depends, it obviously depends on your situation, but if they're family, you're you're usually going to spend quite a bit of time with them. You're going to be closer to them in some ways than you would be with other people. And so, for such disagreements, you know, if it's if they're acquaintances. You know, it's not going to be as much of an issue. And so when it comes into family, you have these ties with them there that you wouldn't with other people. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I don't know if any of you are struggling with that still at this at this point in time. Uh, many of you might be, but I don't know what consolation it is that uh, we've all gone through this to some extent. Um... This might not really be much wisdom for most of you. It might be stuff that you've thought about already yourselves. But um, you know, there are people out there going through what you're going through, and uh, although it can be, it can be, um, it can be heartbreaking at the time. Uh, this is, you know, this is uh, something you can look back on and say, "This is where you got some clarity." And, um, I mean, families, I, th- I think families go through this, e- even if it's not something like SARS-CoV-2, um, a lot of things happen in families that cause these kind of divisions anyway. Um, and so th- those can be, those can be watershed moments and, you know, you don't spend as much time with family members or your relationship, uh, with them becomes different. Again, that's going to happen with uh, people who are not family. Um although you spent you know you have a you have a particular bond with family members um, that's just from birth uh you know it's just it's just from um, it's just from family family links uh, it's not something you had con- any control over and um, you're gonna have those disagreements with other people. you're gonna have them with family as well but there's, there's nothing in the definition of family that's gonna make is necessarily going to make that different from from what it would be with acquaintances um uh, it, it's it, it might be the norm it might be the norm that families have these kind of fallouts rather than not having them um i mean in my family in my family um some 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 people in my family the siblings uh didn't really get along that well And I've spoken to a lot of people who've had that, and I think that when they're younger, they assume that that's not so common. But when they get older, it is. I mean, the Hitchens Hitchens brothers had this. um, uh, Which one, Peter Peter Hitchens? I heard him in an interview being asked about this, like why he didn't get along with uh, Christopher Hitchens. And uh, I mean, if you if 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 you're not familiar with Peter Hitchens or Christopher Hitchens, Christopher's dead now. Uh two brothers, um, who both became journalists. Um but yeah, they didn't get along. Uh, both famous journalists. Um Peter Hitchens was asked about he's been asked about this many times, numerous times in, in interviews. But he was in an interview and he said uh when he was asked about this um uh this decades-long fallout with his brother that was never resolved. Um, he said, he said he's not really sure why. It's just that when they were when they were younger, they didn't get along very well, uh, and they never really got along well. They didn't get along well when they were growing up, and then when they were adults, I mean, they had different viewpoints on things. Uh, for a brief period of time, when they were young, uh, they were both uh, in Trotskyist movements or some something along those lines. Uh, flirted with Marxism. Peter didn't really stick with it. Uh, Christopher did though for quite a long time, um, but a- apart from that, he said they didn't really get along that well, uh, even as a- even at that point, and then as adults, they just never really spoke to each other. And um, one thing that st- stuck in my mind is he said that when he was younger, he thought that that was abnormal or uncommon uh, for siblings to uh, to fall out uh, like like he did with his. But when he got older, uh, when he got older, he met more and more people, and he discovered that you know they didn't get along with their siblings. And he said, actually, it's it's extremely common. It's extremely common. Uh, he said, um, it's like a story that uh, Kessler used to tell. I think he said it was Kessler told about some man uh, in in uh, hundreds of years ago in some remote village, or. Uh, some remote village in Europe, somewhere, uh, he found. You no, know, he, he he had an invention. He he put these pieces of metal together. He put some wheels on them, and he had some sort of bicycle-like contraption. And he rode into. He he got on it and he rode into the town, um, uh, full of glee to tell everyone about this this invention. That uh, and then he stopped. He paused. He was uh, dumbfounded because he got to the town and he discovered that there oh, are all these people on bicycles. Um, yeah, he had independently, uh, come up with the idea for a bicycle. And, uh, when he went to go and tell people, um, he discovered that actually it's, it's a common, it's a common invention. It's already existed for a long time. And, uh, yeah, Hitchens said that, um, uh, he said that that story is, you know, a bit like his experience with his, uh, with his brother, uh, when he got older, he discovered that that that's extremely common, but when he was younger, he, he always thought that that was not common. And I suppose that that just relates to, that just relates to this topic in general. Um, families have fallen outs anyway, and if it wasn't COVID, it'd be something else. Um, there's always going to be something that's going to come along that's going to, um, expose your viewpoints and your preferences and your, uh, values, and they're often going to be in contrast with, with family members. Um, if that, you know, for so and again, for some people, it's going to be more of an issue than it's going to be for others. Uh, I mean, this could be a topic I should, I, I should come back to, maybe it's a topic I should come back to and focus just more on, just on individual stories that's, um, uh, that I've read or that's, uh, listeners and readers want to contribute themselves. But um, I'll close it up there. Uh, We're we're just over the half hour mark. And um, I'll see you all in the next podcast or the next posts here at The Gulch.